Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Lady Audacity. It's Alex. And I'm Meredith. And we're trying to pretend like we aren't recording this all at once, which feels <laughs> so weird. We, like we had to like character pop into like this other person. <laughs> like refresh. <laughs> Editing is so magical. So anyway, if if you missed it, we Maybe just magic. We dropped. We've already dropped. I, I know we've dropped it because I will drop it. It has been dropped. Um, our part one into Dan Wooten and his scandals. And we got yes. into the timeline of everything. We got into a little background on byline time. So if you have not listened to that, please go back and listen to it before diving into this one. Also, if you want this episode and other yes. episodes ad-free, you want that good, good, you want that early drop, you want those deep dives, that's Patreon or Apple subscriptions. Anyway, getting right back into it. We have no time to waste. Dan, Dan, that dirty man. Let's talk about what was in the Byline Times investigation. So they dropped three parts, which we thought were the only parts. And then they're like, surprise, bitch. There's going to be a fourth part. Yes. So we have our first article that dropped. And this was three days after the Kevin Sutherland tweet and so on. So that was the 17th that we got this one. And it is titled GB News Stars Dan Wooten Unmasked and Cash for Sexual Images Catfishing Scandal. And we now know this is a series that it's going to turn into. And they go over his predatory behavior. So they, again, as we have said before, this is three years of investigation into Dan. This did not just suddenly get written up because of the tweets, but they do recognize in the very beginning that those tweets that were viewed by over 18 million, be- 18 million people helped then, you know, pretty much pull the trigger on finally posting their articles and their findings. It says here, um, however, last week, criminal claims started to emerge on social media, with the post rapidly attracting more than 18 million views, causing Wooten to trend on Twitter for several days. As a result, this newspaper today is today publishing some details of our findings. We have identified five co-conspirators, along with a representative group of around a dozen victims. However, sources, sources suggest the true figure extends to many, many more men. So in the first article is when we first start talking about Martin Branning, which is now we know, a.k.a. Dan Wooten. And and they said they start getting complaints about him in about 2019. They established a pattern of him attempting to berate male peers into sending him sexual images to pay them tax-free money. It's anywhere from the 10 to 3K, 30K range he is offering these people. And again, this is under Martin Branning. So I think it's important for people to remember, Martin Branning is getting a hold of these people through emails, texts, and phone calls. They have no idea that it is Dan. And a lot of them are saying, too, that it was just, like, relentless. That they were re- relentlessly get these messages. It wasn't just one or two. One of the victims, or as they calling him the second victim, actually went to the police in 2019 because it was driving him insane, he said. 
And I'm going to read from the article. A second victim told Byline Times that Branding had sent him messages from untraceable numbers day and night, offering sums up to 30,000 pounds in return for sexually compromising pictures and that sort of thing. This victim said he uncovered a pattern of men who had worked with Wooten being harassed with unsolicited, unsolicited malicious communications. And he also seemed to have a female alias too named Maria Joseph. So Byline says his fourth victim labeled, and they labeled him another junior colleague, had met Maria, where they flirted and traded photos over messaging. So this one is kind of the one that went more viral because he ended up ending it with connecting it to Dan and pretty much saying, ending their correspondence with Maria with, hi, Dan. So which he said immediately caused Dan to shut down the Maria account. Apparently he also said though, like this was honestly, I wish I could come up with these good of lines in the moment. Apparently he also, right? like, he said like, he said, what do you say? He said something along the lines of, listen, Dan, there are better ways to get dick pics or something, which like. Yes. I I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going to get there, but that line oh, was no, just so savage. Because it's this, what he does is a lot. Okay, so I'm going to read a little bit about this because I also, I don't know how he got these pictures, but I think it really speaks to, again, why there may be kind of this media blackout that we're continuing to see. It's like people are walking on eggshells kind of talking about this because it's just almost like he started at Murdoch News and immediately started targeting people by somehow getting images of them in compromising positions. I'm going to read directly about the fourth victim who met the Maria Joseph. And this is a straight man, which is. And by met, by met, met online. Yes. Met online. This is all online and under Maria Joseph. So he thinks he is talking to a woman. So she soon started to send me semi nude pics and swapped to email and phone. Her number was a New Zealand number. As she said, she just come back from a year over there. As more pics came through, she started to request them from me, which I duly obliged. Fortunately, I kept my face out of them. Then she started to send ones she'd already sent, which she brushed off with, obviously, I'm talking to a few guys at the same time. At this point, I'm being super careful and started to snoop further into her profile. Catfishing wasn't really a known thing back then, but I knew something was up. We had five friends in common on Facebook, Dan plus four others. When I clicked the others, the only common link was Dan. Then a video came through of her having sex with a man. However, I recognize him as someone from a reality TV show as he's friends of a friend. This made me realize I knew the identity of the girl and that it would not and that it could not be legitimate. So with this, the NZ number, the sole common denominator, I was sure it was him. So I I messaged Maria to say, hi, Dan, interesting way to get dick pics. The next day, the profile was gone. I was embarrassed but I, that I had not been vigilant. It makes my blood run cold as to how vulnerable I had made myself. I felt stupid. So, yikes and yikes on how he could possibly even have that video. It's just really jarring. Like It is wow. so devious. And I think, too, from this part one, we we see an interesting pattern of, of Dan targeting, obviously, men but a lot of times heterosexual men for yes. for um, information that might be compromising, specifically people who either work in journalism or are journalism adjacent. And, and the targeting exactly. of information on heterosexual men actually made me think of, and I almost don't want to say this because I think I'm going to get in trouble. Should say I say it? Say it. it? Say, it. <laughs> say it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how this all comes into play, but it it made me think like I was on the plane reading this and I was like, Rrr! you know, like the dog. Yeah. <laughs> it made me think of the Dan story that comes out in 2019, which is the rural rift between Kate and William or Kate and Rose, which is the first time the story really hits the UK papers. And yes. it's it's shocking because it's Dan who you can't imagine even suggesting there's a friendship rift and especially knowing where that might lead to allegations of will exactly. having an affair with rose which obviously was quickly squashed and it it seems like from that point on dan really was able to get was privy to some pretty good information from the, the comms access. team for kensington palace at the time but i keep yes. thinking if he targets like straight men or or what could he have something on william like, is there you something? Know, uh, yep. Is there something worse than 
an affair with a a woman. And I don't want to suggest, like, I want to be very careful. Yeah, we're tinfoiling here. We got our tinfoil. We are tinfoiling, (laughs) and I want to be very careful because personally, I don't give a flying F what William is into. I don't care if he's into women. I don't care if he's into other things. I don't care if he has fetishes. But I do wonder if this is Dan's, you know, his thing is is targeting heterosexual men for for information they would not want out there. Could perhaps he have something on William? Does he have photos of something? Does he, and I'm not suggesting what it could be, but it's just like, this is how this man operates. So I, yeah. I, just, and I mean, I, I always stop thinking of that. Yeah. After this article, I mean, you dropped, I thought too, like, I don't, I don't think Kensington Palace allegedly worked with Dan because they liked him, but maybe because they didn't really have a choice. Even if it just was, I've got the rose story. What are you like? Even if you legally want to go after me, I feel like Dan, especially with Murdoch behind him, Murdoch news behind him could have taken that on. It would have been the fight of the century too. So yeah, it's it's very interesting. And I do keep in mind, and mind you, we'll go over this a little bit later, that the accusations there was that he was in communication with a partner of the communications team, like someone who worked highly. People think it may have been Kristen Jones who was suddenly dropped, I think, in 2021 is when he quit. I think you're I think. right. He he left. And even the tabloid said, like, shocking enough. And unlike, say, Jason Knopf, we don't see Kristen Jones and KP at all really interact. Jason you know Knopf got, like, a medal from William this year. Yeah. Jason. So apparently it's Knopf. I thought it was Knopf, too. But apparently it's Knopf. Also, he's Texan. I have a lot of questions oh, about yes. this man. Remember, Megan got all that shit. All of them, Megan and Harry got all that shit for hiring, I'm forgetting her name, but Hillary um, Clinton's like ex chief of staff or whatever. Because she's American. Why does she want to be so American? I just kept thinking, Jason is American. Jason, also, Jason is was American. Brought, and the thought with Jason was that he could help guide Megan. It's like, how is he, a, a, a white American male, going to guide this woman really? in British society? It showed their ignorance. They thought like, oh, he's American. Hey, you can help her. It's like, there's so many differences there. It's not even funny. A white Texas conservative man is not the same as a biracial woman from California who is a feminist. Let me say right away. Right. Um, (laughs) Right off the bat. Also, what quickly I think is interesting too with Christian Jones is his partner and I'm going to dig to find this because, hey, you guys, we can talk about Sussex Squad any way you want, but they become over with receipts. And I will never forget when the original Bylines Times article came out in 2021 about Harry threatening to sue the son for a journalist paying for information on them. They had pointed out that Kristen Jones' boyfriend followed Dan on IG. Oh, I'm just saying. Get saying. a burner account, everyone. If you're going to be priming, get a burner. Do what Harry did, okay? Get, get a that burner Get a Finsta. <laughs> get it. So yeah, so the second report drops on July 20th, and this one focuses on Dan's time at the Sun as being like the executive editor and all the bullying complaints that came out of him. And again, it's that repetitive hearing about how he for one, would harass male colleagues, sexually Mm -hmm. harass male colleagues, especially straight ones. He loved to insinuate that they were possibly bi or gay. And it's just, and as someone points out in this, um, so there's one employee who they actually talked to and they describe the environment and Dan sexually harassing the male employees as their boss. They say, naming three particular targets of very inappropriate behavior. They said he sexually harassed these male colleagues all the time. Women would come in and Dan would often comment on the way he looked and goad him saying, are you sure you want to be married? We all know you're gay. He was pressuring them to turn gay and acting like it was a joke, but people, men, women, everyone who heard were visibly uncomfortable, especially as it was coming from a boss. So inappropriate. So bad. So effing inappropriate. And it's so sad because a couple years ago, as a manager, I had to step in when something like this was happening to a colleague of mine and a friend. And at first they were like begging me not to say anything to hire up. So they weren't comfortable. And I respected that because when someone's harassing you, I feel like in consent's being taken away. I don't want to come in further and take away consent from you, you know, but it is so sad to see this because obviously we never want to encourage homophobia and so on and so on. But it is so unfortunate seeing these cases where you see gay men cross these lines and i think it's very clear for dan he loves a power play 
he loves being more powerful than other people. And I can't help but think other than wanting the blackmail against these straight colleagues, he loved the fact that he was their boss and could make them uncomfortable. And he knew he would be backed. He, they would just brush it off. I think also for someone like Dan, there is something psychologically, something psychologically Mm -hmm. going on there. Um, And I'm going to pick up from this article, but, you know, we do see a pattern now of targeting heterosexual men, questioning their sexuality. Yes. There is um, the the amount of men, uh, celebrities he has unmasked in the, (gasps) in, in his papers there, yes. there are so many signs that he is either he's very self-loathing or there's something else going on there. He's very focused and seemingly uncomfortable with homosexuality. I also want to point out a part from the article that I, I think is really interesting and important to hold on to. So in the in part two, it says the son made the payout at the 11th hour at the steps of an employment tribunal in 2018, at which emails from Wooten disclosed to the employee's lawyers would have entered the public record. So this is after people have come forward with allegations mm-hmm. against Dan and basically the son decides it is better for them financially to take the hit pay these people off and get NDAs instead of whatever might come out from Dan Wooten which I think Again. points to the bigger problem here I don't think the big fish in all of this is Dan I do think what he's done is horrible but I think he speaks to a culture that still exists that the son and the Murdoch's lawyers would like everyone to believe went away after the hacking trials in 2012, yes. the inquiry, and and also news of the world shutting down. That has been their argument in their cases with Prince Harry. Remember, that yep. case against mm-hmm. Murdoch is, I think it comes back up in September, it starts, um, or, or continues. So yes. the big argument that they are resting on is that the statute of limitations has passed, and also it's irrelevant because times are different. Like, this doesn't happen anymore. And, and I everyone... think Dan, Dan points to something else. Dan points to the fact that perhaps it does. And I also find the timing of Martin Branning kind of disappearing in 2018 yes. coincides very nicely with these tribunals. And so maybe it was like Icarus is getting too close to the sun kind of exactly like and they're saying I don't know how much more money I want to spend on you and mind you in the first one I forgot to say that in the first byline that dropped they mentioned that he also targeted and did this whole catfishing thing with a senior um, executive at Murdoch yeah so again he was he was going after people so I think about that and also I think another maybe even though I'm sure it's a much smaller aspect of this too it's kind of the culture war going on right now with like mm. you know with our children and all these weird pedophiles and our children and a lot right now I feel like in especially the alt-right world they want you to believe that's just like this Hollywood liberal thing you know Bill Clinton's the weirdo yes but it's like so is Donald <laughs> Trump <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, Clinton is a weirdo, allegedly. Allegedly. But, you know, they want us to believe it's just the trans people and all these stupid liberals are all weirdos and they're grooming our kids. So you can't have this scandal at what's supposed to be a conservative network. And Dan Wooten, who is the one railing against these people for years and how horrible they are when he is that person. And he's also your conservative ideal gay man because he hates woke culture and he doesn't like trans people. Exactly. So it's really just like fucking with their bottom line. Um, so also the HR person, um, another part of this is, I mean, Dan gets smart. Um, the HR person at the time is Rachel Martin and he, he befriends her. He's like, you're Aussie. Not, he's not Aussie. What are you are? What are New New Zealanders? What do they call themselves? Like if you're an Aussie, what are you? (laughs) Zellies? I don't know. Oh my God. I know. Everyone I'm in looking New at Zealand. the quote when I just see New Zealander. I'm sorry, you all. I just, I just, I just see New Zealander. I just <laughs> alienated like a portion of our audience. I apologize <laughs> deeply. Also, Dan Wooten does not represent the great, the great Mm-mm. state of country of New Zealand. So I just want you guys don't, don't, yes. don't bring that on yourselves. Okay. I, I am <laughs> nodding with you in American. Look at the people we've produced. So okay. she's, she has HR tries to protect Dan and becomes like his best mate. And I'm sure that was calculated well, because he, he knew very things calculated. Come up. Yeah. Well, especially because they said he especially started doing this though, when he had a particular complaint against him. And this was a complaint that the person eventually just went over Rachel and went to higher ups above her because they were seeing this. The quote from the article says, 
Byline Times has learned that one of the Sun Six on legal advice went above Rachel Martin with her complaint in 2018. As a result, News UK was obliged to use HR professionals attached to a sister company, Wireless, to oversee an investigation leading to a large settlement. Martin left the company and went back to New Zealand soon after. A source at the Sun said, Dan got so many perks and so much access, it was easy for him to integrate himself. He made sure Rachel Martin was like his best mate. And I guess it was actually, I think, again, the private eye that had pointed out that the Rachel Martin was with him at a News UK executive box at O2. Oh, getting yes. some favors. While, while she was supposed to be investigating this claim that the person eventually went above her. I just, and just so openly about this too. It's just, ugh. And another big one too we hear about is, okay, so if, if you're not a male and he's not sexually harassing you, you're a female and he's just making your life hell. To he's the just point bullying you crying. and make you, making you cry. Yeah, yeah. it's Great. really fun. And they say like there's this pressure of it's either he hates you or he loves you. But even if he loves you, you're just treated like his bitch pretty much. They say... If you were with him, he would treat you as a slave. He'd demand people run errands for him, get him food or drinks or do his dry cleaning. It was so demeaning, but it amused him. If you want to stay in your job, there was no choice but to endure. Again, the power play. He loves having these power over people. And can I just say a lot of this too, because there's another one, I think Kevin, during when he was talking about how a lot of it was, no one will believe you. Everyone's going to believe me. That's the end of it. And I can't help but think about the woman he has targeted in his life. You know, you think about Lily Allen, Caroline oh, Flack, yeah. Meghan Markle. Every day for 20 minutes, five articles a day, these women are the worst people in the world. They're horrible. They're drunks. They are controlling their partners. You hate them. I'm right. You cannot trust those women, So you can, tr- but you can trust me because I'm the good guy. And it's just like the way he plays that in every aspect of his bullying these people. It's just... Ugh. it's asinine. And, and what, what is also interesting is that the argument that he makes this, this is very common too against trans people is that it's actually not feminist and it's hurting women's right. And yet this man uses his platform to attack women. But uh, I'm just saying, and I think, there's yeah. one more, I think there's another point that I do want to make from part two, which is going to be important in part three and beyond. Yes. And that is the fact that one of the ways he just dicks over his colleagues is he is able to see all the payouts in in the system that they use. He's able to see all the payouts and who is paying which contacts and how much. And that was one of the things he used to do to actually steal um, in like contacts out from underneath people, which is totally gross, but again, shows the kind of culture. And I want to bring that up because I think it's important to understand this, this, this money, this, this avenue for money. Cause I, think it might play into something else but let's save that for part three which is focusing on his first victim yes and when we talk about his first victim because it can get a little complicated we're gonna just this victim we're gonna call him victim a victim a that's who you know and that this bylines article the third part it dropped yesterday the july 24th and is titled martin branning the first victim So victim A, we first heard about him actually in the tweets by Alex when he talks about finding that hard drive and he says in this, because in the article, they say it's a News UK UK journalist. And mind you, we are not looking to identify this person at all. We do not want to. Okay, We are just going to go with the information given to us publicly and in no way are we trying to dig deeper than that. I would, we would never want to. No, hell no. Obviously wants their privacy. So... Alex had said in his tweets that he had found this external hard drive and then in it was a sex tape. And he said it was a son and boy, one of Dan's supposed friends and his partner. And then that is when he found the emails where it made clear that victim A's partner, who was the journalist that worked at the sun and a supposed Dan's friend got paid to make this video without the journalist consent, without the sun journalist consent into this. So this article, this third part is telling this man's story. And so they open up the article with branding unmasked last week, last week by this newspaper as online alias used by Wooten threatened to send sexual material, compromising the partner to their family, employers, and Facebook friends if they did not cooperate. The resulting film was later discovered on a black hard drive in a padlocked hold all 
in Wooten's East London home by his former boyfriend, Alex Truby, whose tweets on July 12th about the discovery have been viewed around 17 million times. So victim A was introduced to Dan by his partner at the time in 2008. That partner was a Sun journalist. They were introduced at a members-only London club. Soon afterwards, he starts receiving emails from someone that is named Martin Rennie. So they actually post a few of his emails in this third part. They are Dynasty, and they unroll that CVS receipt, and they're like, we have the receipts. Okay, thank you. And you know there is way more than what is there. So you know, Dan, there is no way Dan and his lawyers are not shitting themselves, because this is clearly like, we're going to give you some crumbs, but there is a whole ass cake a and lot. it's got, it's got tears and it's got fondant. And you can see this from his response to it, even the son's response, which is saying publicly not much, but behind the scenes, people are getting emails saying, Hey, we've gone to an outside company to explore this and investigate this. Please send over any occurrences that happen. It's getting serious for him. So in these emails, it is June 27th, 2008, Martin Branning emails victim A and he says, Cool. Well, looks look, it's someone who knows you through blank. This is crossed out. But I always promise never to pit, to pass on those details because this person has worked for me in the past. Basically, he said you were an open-minded guy who's always looking for ways to make more money, which sounded perfect to me. I do a whole range of modeling and that sort of work, which I'd like to see if you might be up for. Drop me a line when you can, Martin. And he signs it off X. Then victim A responds on the 27th of June in 2008. Um, well, I never say never, but I'm really quite curious who has passed, over, passed you my details. More info, please. Looking forward to your response. So as you can see from this Martin Branning email, once again, it's really sick. Branning is used as this middle man for this like high, cli- like this high client that he has. And the client is Dan as while Dan is Martin. It's just so it's fucked up. But it's a good so, way if you're if you're trying to trick someone and pass the blame and, and show that you're the exactly. good guy. Because he pins. It's like good cop, bad cop, where Martin Branning's a the good lot. guy. And the third yes. party is the one that's doing anything nefarious. Like, oh, I didn't release your tapes. I think it was the other guy. Well, was that, is the, that, is the, that is the cruelest part of that is that, yes. if you don't mind me picking up where we're at, is is that, you know, this guy ends up agreeing to it. And basically, there's courtiers that bring digital cameras for this guy to film him consent these victim a is filming these consensually with these men that he finds off of grinder and stuff it is consensual and it's to whatever martin branning has specified and to add to the people being chosen for him to sleep with are martin branning is telling him that his client these are his clients type yes so it's very much controlled and he's getting all of this and again i want to point out victim a says he's in a desperate situation and he is doing sex work because he's desperate and needs money. We hear the same thing from Kevin. Yes. It's it's a familiar thing. It's a, it's a vulnerable person to target. It's obviously he's being targeted because of who his partner is. And that part of this is to see how far this guy will go, but also to get compromise on victim a. So in case he does try to squeal before getting what Martin branding, you know, whatever the third party quote unquote really wants, which is the video of victim a with his partner who works at the sun exactly and i want to bring up the money thing really quickly because mm-hmm. it's promised and and this is where i said victim a oh sweetie um get half that money up front you never wait for full yes. payment my god listen to me if you're ever going to get paid for anything sketchy get half that yes. money up front uh, so right you guys because he gets he gets concerned no, come on. He gets concerned that he's not getting paid because weeks go by and he still hasn't seen money. And then suddenly a, cur- a courier shows up and has like basically sweaty wads of 20s and, and yep. pays him. And it's apparently it's 5,000 pounds a week. So I had a thought at the time, if this starts in 2008, right? Dan is working for News of the World. He only moved to London in 2001 from New Zealand. He is 22 years old. He does he does not have 5,000 extra pounds laying around. I was thinking so I had a delay. brief period. I had a brief period where I said, is someone else involved in managing this? And people keep saying Murdoch, but I'm like, that doesn't actually make sense. Yeah, he wouldn't have been important enough then. Here's where I think Murdoch does come into play, though. And this takes us back to the the payouts to contacts for information that Dan has access to um, at The Sun. You know, there's systems like that at News of the World as well. What if Dan billed it as 
um, you know, information for an article. You know what I mean? Like, what if he was, That's he so could have secretly been billing. It is true that, yeah. you know, he could have secretly been billing and got the money that way. And it's just like, oh no, it's for, it's for evidence for a story. And if, mm. I mean, 5,000 pounds is kind of like nothing. Um, exactly. Especially, especially for yeah, these kind of, them. yeah. And especially for the scoop it might bring you. And so that's where I think, cause that's been a big thing. Like follow the money. I think the money might just be tied up in, um, in, in, in kind of getting away and just kind of billing the news of the world or the sun for these payouts basically. Yes. And okay. So he's getting this money. He's doing this for a bit with consensual partners being chosen. Yes. And then it gets weird. So before they kind of tell us exactly why it gets weird, they victim A starts describing how when he meets Dan in person, that he always got this like feeling that he was obsessed with his partner, which is supposedly Dan's friend that is also a journalist at the at the sun at this time. He says he mentioned this to his partner. Like, I think he's in love with you or something. And he says he's definitely jealous of our relationship, victim A, and the journalist's relationship. So suddenly, Martin Branning, remember, victim A only knows this guy is Martin Branning. They're talking online, and he starts bringing up the son journalist and saying he wants him to make a video with him because his client wants him to. Um, so I'm going to read directly from the article. Branding's knowledge of details about the victim's private life soon unnerved him. It was odd. Say I was going on a holiday with my partner. The messages would get more intense and requests would get more and more common, he told Byline Times. It just ramped up. And I was like, well, God, this guy knows too much about me. That was a scary thing. And it was just frightening, really. I couldn't get away. Anywhere I was, I felt that I was under scrutiny in some way, shape, or form. And you lose trust with a lot of people that you know because you start thinking, well, it's got to be somebody feeding information to who I thought was a genuine person. I had no idea. And I immediately start thinking about Spare when Harry yes. talks about him and William were constantly Same. just like, are my friends you know, like, are they leaking on us? Like, we can't trust anyone in your circle gets smaller and smaller. The anxiety, it, it's really sad. Again, you're seeing so much of these tools in every aspect of the way he abuses people in his life. Bam. So, not gonna lie, um, Alex and I, difficulty while filming part two we filmed for two hours and we lost the last 20 minutes which i cried i'm not gonna lie yeah but it ended up being a blessing in disguise because byline times actually i think they listened to the first part of our podcast and said you know what we need to drop part four so that these girls have something to talk about so thank you byline times you guys they the did drop for literally an hour before we started recording so if we repeat anything it's we did our best to to maintain continuity, but it might not line up perfectly. What we're going to do here is we're going to finish up with the part three and then go into part four. So yes. part three, we are victim A, feels the walls closing in on him, Martin Branning, and the third party, quote unquote, seem to know too much about him and his partner. And he is being asked to do something that he is very uncomfortable with filming with his partner. Alex, yes. take it away. So a lot of the pressure is coming in. He's threatening to threatening victim A to send all of his videos to his family, his friends, his workplace, and so on. But the thing that seems to really got victim A to actually make the tape is that he promised that he would not request any more videos from him, that the deal yes. and their relationship would be done. So unfortunately, he made the decision to make the sex tape with his partner, which again was the son journalist that victim A had said he thought Dan, not knowing he was Martin, was a little obsessed with and may have had a crush on his partner. He does make the video with his partner without his partner knowing that they are being filmed. Very troubling. And Alec, in, not Alex, I'm sorry, victim A says about this, the guilt and the shame of actually doing what I've done to somebody that I was in a relationship with, that's a thing that to this day makes me feel sick because there's no, because there's consequences to that. I still can't forgive myself for doing that to somebody else. And a reminder that this video that was made with victim A and his partner, the Sun journalist, is the video that Alex on July 12th was talking about in his tweets that he found on the hard drive. And when he says this was a supposed friend of Dan's that was a Sun journalist. So they make the video, the relationship. And is by they make, and by they make, I mean, it's yes. non, yes. because at first 
at first he does ask his partner and the Sun journalist says, no way. And yes. so he ends up recording it secretly because Martin Branding says, this is the last thing I'll ask of you. Nothing will come out. Like, this is the end of the relationship. Exactly. With, so yeah, with them consensual. Thank you. Yeah. They did not make the tape. Victim A did. So despite all of this, though, the relationship has started to crumble because of Victim A's guilt. But... What really broke it was that Martin Branning sent a video that was a bunch of clips of the videos that victim A had been making for him with other partners, the ones that were being made consensually. Obviously, that broke up the relationship. So in the bylines investigation, in the part three, they actually show us an email that victim A sent to Branning on May 30th, 2011. And it reads... And this is from victim A. A video of me was sent to my partner with footage of every person I'd been with and sent to you. You promised me that wouldn't happen. You really don't know the damage caused. Martin Branning responds, fuck, really? Must have been the other guy because he was getting really annoyed you couldn't get any footage with blank, the Sun journalist, who think who think he knows. That's what it says, but I'm sure it was supposed to say who I think he knows. What happened? A bunch of question marks. Sorry. So again, the de- it's just sick here. Martin Branning is acting like this other person wants the video, and that's why he got mad and sent the tape, knowing damn well Dan, a.k.a. Martin Branning, is the one who did this. Like, he's playing so many different characters. It's like good cop, bad cop, where yes. Martin Branning gets to be the good guy, but it also sends a message. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. To victim A, that hey, it's basically fuck around and find out. Exactly. Like if you think after all of this, even if your relationship ended, that you're going to go to the police, that you're going to mm-hmm. make a big deal, just let you know because he literally says your mom and dad don't want to see you fucking. Exactly. This will get out. We will. We will ruin your life. And really. He, he does ruin this man's life. It he falls into a depression. He, what does he do? He moves out of London. He moves out. Of, yeah. He said that he continued. And mind you, he says his communications with Martin Branning didn't until 2018. He left London. 10 years. 10 years. He left London. He blocked him on everything. But still, Martin Branning would make new emails. He would make new profiles. And he would remind him, I, I'm around. Until 2018, it just stopped. And Victim A did go to the to the police. I think that was in 2021 that he went to the police. And he, too, has not heard anything since. A conti- something that, you know, seems to be a trend. And talking about the bylines times of what dropped today and speaking of Dan making, allegedly, playing all these different personalities, we're finding out there's even more. He was pretending, with the consent of the porn stars, using their faces to talk to other people and set up times for videos to be made that he would be paid for. And the porn star would show up, but the people having the conversations didn't know they were actually talking to Dan. Oh yeah. It's um, this, let me tell you something. The first thing I thought getting into part four, the first thing I thought while reading this was, you know, I talk a lot about sensationalized headlines and how dangerous they are and they're, they're often misleading. This one is not. No. This one says Dan Wooten paid porn stars with son's debt money for covert catfish sex videos. And at first, when I saw Johnny Depp's name in the title, I said, ugh, where are we going with this? Yeah. But I want to make it clear, this has nothing to do with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. This has to do with Dan Wooten misappropriating funds that were meant for any access to information relating to that case. I just want to make that very clear. It's not a misleading headline, though. So let's get into some of the high level, because I think it 
it plays on something that we talked about, the idea that even though there is this third party, we believe that it was not an actual third party, that it was made up and it's just Dan. And the fact that it just, it's never made sense to me that there is someone else pulling the strings and paying for this. And we even discussed how it is, you know, probably Dan is able to sneak through billing and, mm-hmm. and just earmark things meant for, you know, information for stories for this purpose. And that's what comes out in this article from The Sun. So the article opens up saying GB News presenter Dan Wooten paid adult film stars to meet gay men he had catfished in order to secretly record them having sex. So he would basically rent their Facebook profiles where yep. for like 500 pounds at a time. He would pretend to be these people. And once he had once he had really like tracked them down and gotten them to meet up or agree to meet up, he would reach out again to these porn stars, uh, performers, if you will, and say, hey, you know, are you willing to, you know, meet up and, and film this person? And the big thing to know is like, this was supposed to be in secret, which yes. I am not a barrister, but I'm pretty sure that similar to U.S. law, you can film people without their consent in public, but in private, it's a totally different thing. And th- this was not like in the park. I mean, these were in hotel rooms. And what is very damning about this article are the receipts that they bring. Somehow they got the two receipts that I want to focus on is they somehow get the receipt where Dan reaches out. This is it's from his son email. He reaches out to somebody at the sun on June 10th, 2016 and says, you know, I need you to set up a new payee, please. He needs to be put down for 1500 urgently on the Amber Heard splash four slash five from last week. Thanks, Dan. And it turns out that this is one of the porn stars and the porn mm-hmm. stars say like, listen, we don't know why he wanted to do this, but why else would you do this unless you wanted to get blackmail on people? And one of the entertainers also says that, you know, these were people that seemed to be in Dan's circle and it seemed like an attempt to get a one up on them. Because again, my thought now is like, this is deviant behavior or trying to get blackmail or a combination of all of them. But I'm also like, Dan, how did you find time to work and and be criming? And I think about what you said in the last episode of maybe he's not comfortable with his sexuality because again, using male gay porn stars, well, I'm assuming they're at least marketing themselves as gay in their career. I don't know if they actually, you know, I don't know what they did identify as sexually, their sexual orientation, but using these men to get to have sex with other men. So he, I don't know. There's just something so weird. They're like, why do you have to keep pretending to be other people to hook up with people? I think it's pathological. I think there is definitely an element of control, but I want to talk about the two specific instances that they bring up in byline times of Dan doing this. Uh, The first one I'm going to go over quickly because the second one I think is a little more interesting. So the first one is he has these two, he picks up these two entertainers like he's a freaking mafia boss, gets them in the car. They drive to this place. He gives them the cameras again. And he says like, go film with this guy. The target answers the door and he's like, Am I being punked? Like, do you two adult performers really want to, you know, film with me? So he is under the understanding of this is supposed to be filmed. Yeah. And the entertainers that are paid for by Dan are like, no, we just like to do this as like a fun thing. Like, it's just personal. And the guy's like, I don't know. So they don't film like they do like some light foreplay, it sounds like. And then the, the guys actually pull out the cameras in front of him. And this guy freaks out. The target freaks out and says, no, 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 no. And so they go back to Dan. They're like, we didn't get anything. Um, and he's like, okay, we'll sort it out. But the, these other instances that I find interesting, the first one is where Dan apparently he books and we see the confirmation email that he forwards to someone where on June 12, 2016, he books, um, a holiday Inn room off of London's commercial road, which was close to Wooten's flat at the time. And all I could think of is what you doing? We be criming at the holiday mm-hmm. Inn. So just saying, mm-hmm. and it's, mm-hmm. sorry. Right. Right. But it's so what's interesting about this is, okay, it's it's forwarded. It's from somebody that I'm assuming is at the sun who is someone who is in charge of doing these things. And he's probably submitted the reason is related to Depp and Heard. And it's to Dan Wooten. And it, it appears that it was sent like maybe hours before he would have checked into a room because it's sent. It's forwarded to Dan on June 15th, 2016. And that's the day, that's the check-in date, like hours before potentially. Um, and then the other one though, is the fact that another man 
was paid by Wooten to make a secret film of an unwitting third party in 2012, this time at London Savoy Hotel, in a suite paid for by then-sponsors of the BAFTAs, the telecoms company Oh, y'all should have just seen my face. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he basically, so this, but here's what's interesting, and I don't quite understand this part. Initially, the man says he dealt with Wooten's alter ego, Martin Branning, and had made secret films for Branning in the past. So perhaps this was just Dan's way of testing this guy out to see, you know, is he legit? Will he get the job done before I move him on to the main target, which would be very similar to what happened to victim A. Yes. So yes. Yeah. For some reason. How desperate Dan, are you? A, Exactly. Dan approaches this guy openly as Wooten and is like, hey, I want you to meet another man and 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 film him without consent, which is a crime. So it's on a Sunday. It's during BAFTAs. Dan is still at the sun. He gets a message from Wooten about secretly recording this individual, a specific sex act on a man. I don't know which one. And do it in this wow. hotel room. So apparently, although the this guy filmed everything, there was no sexual activity. They just end up getting, I think, like day drunk in the room's mini bar, which good choice. But either way, Dan was like, no, I'm still going to keep that footage because my assumption is yeah. if he ever needs to, he can go to this guy and be like, I have evidence that you were partying in your hotel room with a like a gay man. Because remember, there was a sting. I can't remember if it happened on. Uh, um, a Russian um, person oh, that's like a government official or, or a dissident. But basically there was a sting trying to set someone up as paying for sex workers in the hotel room, but it was a setup. It was like, it was a sting and like pretty yeah. immediately the, the, the Vic, the would be victim. Was Target, like, no, no, no yeah. I know what's happening here. So I think that it's like, this was enough for Dan, even if it wasn't yeah, everything. Because he if wanted. you can spin this and put this out there, he's with a man in, yeah, another man getting drunk, and I'm sure he would use the person, you know, whatever person he is hiring, and put their information out there that they're this gay man, and this guy's hanging out with this gay man getting drunk at the bar, and obviously people are, are going to go from there. It's like you don't even, at that point, need anything else but that. You know, Dan's not stupid, and unfortunately. where I keep, so where I keep coming back, so that's where, like, the piece basically ends, and they do update us. Um, interesting fact, Daily Mail has not published one of his columns since this started. They also haven't announced that they are parting ways or suspending with Dan. So clearly this is, like, under the rug. We're just not doing it. GB News continues to have him on the air. Allegedly, I heard from someone that tonight he was ranting and raving about Meghan and Harry because, uh, of course. Yeah. Um, but I do wonder, you know, something I thought of, and, like, I don't love this this train of thought, but I was trying to think, like, like an evil overlord yeah. is if you're looking for the point where you can turn on Dan, right? It could be perhaps the fact that you had an employee misusing funds and yes. could you turn on Dan and say, we had no idea. Dan was, you know, you know, kind of play. Victim yeah. These were all and, supposed to be and, scoops. That's what it's labeled. You know, in our books, this is a, this is the depth scoop. He paid this informant for this. It's easy for them to throw their hands in the air and say, well, this is what I saw on paper because you know, that's all that's going to matter to them. Not what was actually going on behind the scenes. Because I keep coming back to what is the tipping point where it becomes um, financially like insolvent to defend or not report on Dan Wooten. Like where is that line where letting him fall becomes more advantageous than whatever he might know? Do you know what I mean? And I don't yeah. know what that point is or what that point looks like, but I do wonder if this gets us a little closer because again, the, the scope of Cute. what this man has, a again, how did he hold a job yeah. and do all this, these crimes? It's and wild. For there, I think one, maybe the reason he was able to hold his job, Dan seems to know who he needs to be friends with and get close with is one thing. And two, I think he's working in an environment that was already not, you know, going to be protecting people that they see as not playing for the team. It's not like Murdoch is known for having great work environments that are absent of sexual <laughs> yeah, harassment. Famously. Yeah, and bullying. So really, he was with his people in many ways. And it sounds like he made friends with all the right people until he pissed off Victoria I think Newton, or, uh, Victoria Newton. Yeah, Victoria Newton, who became the editor of the Sun. He did really well with that, and I think you kind of see maybe because with like the media blackout, people have talking about talking about they like GB News Express Mirror. I don't think the Daily Mail has touched on it yet, other than to say plain just accusations. Dan said he didn't do it. 
But none of those people reported on it until after Dan talked about it on GB News and said, yes, I've made mistakes, but I've never done anything illegal. And then suddenly we get like the express headline. Dan Wooten fights back tears as he claims he's being attacked in a smear campaign. Mirror, Dan Wooten claims he's victim of a smear campaign as Sun and Mail probe online claims. So, See, and exactly, it's it's not journalism. It's just yeah. being able to regurgitate facts that makes makes it look like they're reporting and taking this seriously when they are absolutely, absolutely not. not. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to read to you, so Private Eye, which is another outlet, I, I found these on Twitter, and I found something very interesting specifically about the way Dan Wooten is trying to, like, fight this off. Obviously, the GB non-apology where he attacks, not by name, but he attacks Alex, um, and does like a smear campaign and, you know, crocodile tears. Yeah. There's a paragraph, though, that says last Thursday, Dan's law firm sent another warning to newsroom attacking the two men's credibility, but not any of the multiple sources relied upon by Byline Times, The Guardian or indeed Private Eye. The letter claimed at length that Wooten is entitled to privacy under the European Convention of Human Rights. And then they say, would that be the same ECHR, which Wooten demanded precisely three weeks earlier in a mail column online in order to fully regain our sovereignty and to be able to make decisions in the best interests of Britain, British citizens, the UK must leave the very same. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you Funny just how use that this when it's convenient. And, and also, but Funny no, no, what's also works. interesting. What's interesting is using that recall. He's not saying that he is being defamed. He is not yes. saying that any of this is false. He is saying that it invades his right to privacy. You want to know who else used that argument? Mm-hmm. Are you Williams it? Are you lawyers. Say it? Yes. <laughs> Prince Williams lawyers said the same, same thing that this thing. is invading his... his right to privacy under the European Council. Yep. It is the same thing. Of course, we're, we're talking and... about the fair rumors with Rose. He used the same yeah. argument. He does not say that this is. This is not libel. He's not saying that this stuff is incorrect because if they are going to go that route, they then have to present, I believe in UK court, it works the other way. I think the, I think that the, the person who has been libeled has to prove the lie. Like it's something switched. I might not be getting that right because we're trying to do this breaking news, but it's very interesting. The road that you take when, which is when fighting this. Yeah, like this. Yes, this and I'm not saying people do not, and I'm not saying that public figures do not deserve privacy. But very interesting that Dan is using the same line of attack that he used, um, you know, three weeks ago to say that they should get rid of, which now he is in, he's evoking for his own purposes. Well, and it's funny too because this way of doing the whole "I may have messed up, but I didn't do anything illegal" is the byline Times in 2021 when Harry sent out the legal letter about him buying information. It was. I didn't do anything illegal. It doesn't mean you didn't pay people off. Yes, exactly. You didn't pay people off. Exactly. It was, I didn't do anything illegal. That was his response to that. So it just, again, one of the many trends that we see with Dan picking out people who are desperate for money, you know, using the, I may have done something that wasn't great, but it's not illegal, you know, and liking to, again, the power play here, he always has to be on top. And I can't help keep thinking though, of the one thing about, among them are very senior executive at Rupert, Rupert Murdoch's News UK, alongside at least six other staff members of the newspaper, of the senior ex, um, executive. Like, I keep thinking about that, too. They haven't touched on that more, and that's from the first article from Byline Times. But I think one of the many reasons why Murdoch, you know, News UK right now, it's kind of being hush-hush and obviously taking more action than we've seen, frankly, I think that most of us may have expected with Dan but I can't help but think that's why he might not get completely dropped from News UK entirely. Sure, maybe the Daily Mail, or I'm sure we'll never see him at the Sun again. I'm sure we'll never see him at the Sun again. But I don't think his career is over, sadly, because I just I that's know. that's what I I've been thinking a lot about that too. Like, what does justice look like in this situation? Yeah. I think. I think obviously justice would be having these claims seriously looked into and and trying to decide if anything needs to go to trial for criminal. I think there's yes, a criminal side of this and there much. is the employment side of it. And here's what the thing is. People have asked, why hasn't he been fired by GB News? Well, <laughs> he is exactly what GB News wants him exactly. to be. He is, yeah. he, he's playing their playbook. This is perfect. This this is things. I bet their ratings have been sensational. Oh, they totally. are pleased. Um, it's and like Bill even O'Reilly. If 
sorry, Bill O'Reilly exactly. to Fox News. If it's like they never kicked him off in the sexual the it harassment took is so, so, it's so long. long because the news, the ratings were, and everyone, you know, every people, everyone who liked him was like, oh, these feminists are just going after him. Yep. They're all lying. You know, the liberals, blah 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 blah. Because the liberals are yeah, only the the abusers, media. right? Only woke media and liberals can abuse people. Never the conservatives. So yeah, it's just interesting. Knows, how many you know is like yes. <laughs> Yeah, which is interesting given how many, you know, conservative, you know, TV people end up getting in trouble. And then apparently, and I don't have the information in front of me, but there was another GB news presenter that yes. um, was alleged to have done something inappropriate. And Dan apparently was on like the the group that decided to <laughs> defend like, him great. allegedly. Yes, that allegedly great. defended him tooth and nail to make sure he yeah. could stay. So. so I think part of the reason Dan does not get let go of, especially right now, is Dan also might know a lot of what's going on in GB news. And that could really that could really hurt GB news. It kind of reminds me of why we asked why haven't they let go of Prince Andrew? You know, what does Prince Andrew know for Charles to continue to keep him around, even though I think it's very apparent that the entire family is annoyed with Prince Andrew and wish that he would go away. But I think like Dan, Prince Andrew and Dan, once they lose their careers or their royal home, they're like, I don't have anything else. Why don't I talk? I'll just start talking then, (laughs) you know, and I think that scares a lot of people. And I think also with both of them, to your point, this is a really great analogy. I think there's that side of what what else topples if they go down? Yes. And I think the ripple effect throughout the tablet industry, because I still maintain that what Dan is doing really hurts Murdoch's case against Prince Harry and others that yes. newsrooms have changed. Everything is fine. Everything was solved. Um, we no longer have these problems. The bad apples are gone. This is what they're literally saying too during these trials, these several trials that are going on. You got Hugh Grant, you have Prince Harry, you have, fortunately, I do not know her name, but Stephen Lawrence's mother, who is fighting for him to this day. You know, it's just, it's horrible. But this is what they're saying to them. You guys, this is a thing of a pa- the past. Like, you guys shouldn't even allow to bring it's this not up. not even relevant. It doesn't pertain. Yeah, it does not pertain to our newsroom today. And look what we have going on. And, and just, just, as a, just as a final point, that was a big reason why Levinson won the findings from that inquiry into British media was not nothing was enacted into law because David Cameron said, well, this isn't even relevant anymore. We have different things going on. And that's also one of the reasons why Levinson, too, which would have looked into the British media and any shady dealings with the police and any any payment going on there. That's why that didn't happen, because the argument was this is no longer a problem. We do not have to spend time. David on Cameron. That is the argument. A lot of bad stuff. <laughs> okay. And never forget yeah. his, his, what was it? His treasury and then his spokesperson. I'm forgetting the guy's name, but he went on to work for William and Kate. And he is the one who supposedly made the recollections of a very statement, which I find very funny. <laughs> That's either Simon Case or. It's not Simon Case. It's Oh my God. It's the other one. And I don't ever uh, know or something. And we literally just talked about him a couple episodes because of that article coming out. But yeah, it's driving he was me a nuts. spokesperson yeah. for David Cameron when he was prime minister. Well, they okay, go back I and forth. They, they hop they hop back and forth. They hop back and forth exactly. between. Exactly. Yep. You, you see a lot of that. Them. You'll see what. And I will we'll say go. there's obviously the Dan connection because I'm sure people will have the question of what does Dan have to do with the royals? But we have decided, Meredith and I have decided, because we want to really get into that, that we're just going to save that to do pretty much a little mini series on TikTok and our IG to go into the depths of when suddenly in 2018, there comes that year up again that Dan went from doing like the celebrity stuff to suddenly pivoting to being a royal reporter and mm-hmm. immediately started talking very kindly about William and Kate. Even before he started blasting Megan and Harry and being very negative, he was always very kind about William and Kate. And it's I'm not going to go from there because even just the first article, we can get a break from the seriousness and laugh a little bit about how Dan was promoting William and his bald ass head. Because <laughs> literally that will, that will yeah. be part of the conversation. Oh my God. When I saw one of the headlines that said, Will Yum, Y-U-M, I said, get the fuck out of here sorry i'm cursing a lot this episode i'm a little punchy but also like that's what i refer to my three-year-old i'm like you're so william um i did not name my child after prince william i need to make that clear um i just need to get it out there but yeah as alex said that was a great transition alex alex is about to see the barbie movie last time she was ready getting ready for lobster but we moved on now it's time for the barbie movie it's fine he's got stuff to do so yeah i'm extra punchy because fuck the patriarchy right (laughs) 
keychain on the ground. Mm-mm-mm-mm. We were always skipping town. Okay. I sing that song in my car like I am being broken up with and I'm a 21-year-old <laughs> again. It is so sad. I'm, like something is wrong. I'm listening to the the Billy song a lot from the track. It's so good. What am I or Ooh, what am I? I need to check that out. Oh, it's it's you're going to really song. like the Barbie movie. It's going to go places that you're not ready for it. Also, Ryan Gosling's washboard abs. Ooh. Oh. I oh, love you, Sam Ryan. I love you, Sam Ryan. Even after reading listen, his wine I know, items, I still love him, which says a lot. Listen, I know <laughs> I know he's no Prince Charles. I know he's no King Charles, which is your favorite. I, I will said, be posting, I said, by the way, the text message you sent me. I'm, I'm <laughs> posting that on our stories of how Meredith treats me. <laughs> I sent her thirst traps of her favorite sausage fingered cottage cheese colored man. (laughs) My very much my guilty pleasure that I wish no one knew about. We all do. Okay, it's kind of fine. Like I said, once upon a time, I loved really skinny tall white men, and like Charlton can be kind of fine. I have a I have a Colin Firth obsession. I love when he's moody and in a woolen sweater and just (laughs) getting dumped by people. I love it. from merlin is that the actor merlin no am i thinking of the wrong person i don't know he's he's in love actually and he's also in the the uh the original the the pride and prejudice before matthew mcfadden he's a british actor right he sure okay. is i know who you're talking about he also was uh about. the king's speech the king's speech oh wait Ooh, okay he's sexy. Know who you're talking oh, he's about sexy. Jones Diary. he's sexy Bridget Jones Diary, right? Yes. Okay, yes. there we go. Yes. yes. I know. Thank you. What a man. What a man. We had a time where there was a movie with Colin Firth and Hugh Grant. What were we doing? Can we get that back? I need that energy Hugh back. Hugh Grant. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. mm, he is yeah. aging like fine one. Yes. Oh. And like, he, okay. Yes. And he dates people his age. We love him. Oh my God. <laughs> love that for him. Okay. This got, uh, this went a place yeah. that I can't even. Okay. This so I'm going to not on the script. <laughs> We went off script, uh, if you can tell. So I just want to make the point that to follow our royal connection with Dan Wooten, please go over to our Instagram, our TikTok, Lady Audacity. Remember, if you want the early drops, the deep dives, commercial free, head over to Patreon, Lady Audacity, T-E-A. And if you have questions, comments, concerns, please email us at ladyaudacitytea at gmail.com and leave us a five-star review over on Apple. We really appreciate it. We just got a, totally a review that someone is not amused by us. And I'm like, how can you not be amused by us oh, we're so charming i haven't seen that one yet are they kate Stan? Well, no it's Never silly mind. it's I mean, one of, no it's one of those <laughs> it's it's one of those ones that's like you're so judgmental but you tell us not to judge and it's like we only tell you not to judge when people have like dyslexia that's what we're asking <laughs> okay. we're or like <laughs> their bodies or like women aging like that's what we're talking about but oh, please we are we are monstrous rich people like who get away with a lot of shit off of tax dollars or whatever else like yeah please anyway my point 100%. is email us email us about your non-amusements leave positive reviews <laughs> i like to argue so please email thanks yeah alex will get on that you better be careful okay if she's up late and she's oh, she's got the midnight oil going she will read you read all right well until next time pinkies up pinkies friends up. Uh, bye guys Rio. fuck my jerky bye <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.